This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I'm going to run solo. I've had some amazing guests over the past month, some incredibly inspiring, um, motivating individuals from all warps of life um, that have given their story and uh, and educated us in many facets of health, fitness, and wellness. But today I wanted to talk about something that I have touched on before. You know, I've I do sort of not so much rehash, but I do bring up similar topics time and time again and 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 there's a good reason for it you know repetition is key to um, retention when it comes to learnings Um, and you know if you say something often enough it generally sinks in Uh, that's how we learn as human beings you know we read something over and over again you know the old parrot fashion tends to work so i'm gonna talk about prioritizing your health now this is something that we struggle to do as a society we are so busy we are so jam-packed we're always complaining we don't have time and more often than not our health is the one thing that is at the bottom of the list our health is the one thing that gets deprioritized because we have to get our kids ready and get to work and prioritize our work and look after our partners and clean the house and do all this other stuff yet the one thing that is going to keep us going the one thing that's going to actually give us energy and and basically provide us with um, the support and the accountability and the optimal level of energy and performance and organization that we can potentially get, we don't do. You know, we don't prioritize our health. And, and this comes in a number of forms. Obviously, you know, exercise is one, nutrition is another, wellness is another. All of these things get pushed by the wayside in this time of frantic behavior uh, there's no other way to describe it really you know and, and when COVID hit um, you know in, in, in many ways COVID was a blessing in disguise because so many people had to stop they had to stop and they had to stop what they were doing they couldn't go to work they couldn't take their kids to school they had to stay at home and just be be present be around family and all of a sudden the priorities of health and fitness and exercise became much more prevalent. So for those that carried that on after we were obviously able to get back out into the community, I applaud you, I say well done, because it is very important and, and you've obviously identified that and sometimes it takes a massive event like a pandemic to make us realize, you know, how often have you said when unfortunately someone's passed away and you go, wow, it really puts it in perspective. Same thing for that, a lot of people took a lot of perspective from it and went, you know what, I need to prioritize my health. But then there were plenty of others, and this is the vast majority, that just went and fell straight back into old habits, whereby they just went rush, 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 got to get back to work, got to rush the kids to school, got to take them to sport. And, you know, I understand that we have priorities. I understand that, you know, the kids need to be looked after and we need to feed our families and we need to work hard and all this sort of stuff. But at the same time, if your body breaks down, if your mind breaks down, if you get sick more often than not, you're no good to anyone. 
how can you perform at a high level when that is constantly happening? And that's what happens when we don't prioritize our health. So my podcast today is, is all about that because it blows me away. We have all the evidence in the world, all the science, all the research to suggest and confirm that we have to prioritize our health. And there are so many benefits to it, yet we don't do it. We eat poorly, we don't exercise enough, we don't exercise the right way, we certainly don't look after our minds and our mental health, um, and yet we're the first to complain that we don't have enough time. Well, you know, every evening I come home and I generally debrief with my wife about the day, you know, we, we swap stories about the day, how's he day, all that sort of stuff. Um, one of her biggest sayings when I hear the, the, the factor about time, you know, I don't have enough time, I can't find the time, people say that so often to me. Um, and I tell her about it and she says, well, you know what? It's not the fact that they don't have time. It's the fact that they're not prioritizing their time. They're not prioritizing their health. And it is so, so true. People don't, okay? You know, if you drew a pyramid, you know, the, the old pyramid, like the food pyramid stuff, what's at the top, what's at the bottom? I actually did a post about this um, quite a few months ago. And unfortunately, health is probably down the bottom somewhere for most families and most people. It's not at the top, and it should be at the top. It should be above family. And I know that's hard to, to understand, and a lot of people will argue, argue with me on that point. But if you're not looking after your health, then you're actually being selfish because you're not prioritizing your family anyway because your health is going to take a backward step, which means you're going to break down. Something's going to give. You're going to get sick, which means you can't perform your family duties. So you can't be the best parent or sibling or partner that you should be because your health is getting sacrificed. You're actually sacrificing your health. So you do need to prioritize it. And it's something that so many people struggle with. They really do. Um, and, and, and it's unfortunate that we can't foresee the future. You know, we, we as a society, as a community, we cannot look ahead and, and think what our life is going to be like in 20 years' time. We barely can go day to day. We can barely look ahead to the end of the week, you know, some people will, you know, it's, it's Tuesday and they'll they'll uh, ask the question, oh, so what have you got planned for the weekend? Oh, I've got no idea. I haven't got a clue. I don't know yet. You know, it's not until Thursday or Friday you start coming up with a plan for the weekend, unless you've got obviously pre-booked holidays or something. And it's the same for health. You know, our health, we're going to have a massive health epidemic in 20, 30 years time because so many people are not prioritizing their health now. You know, it's like back when I was growing up, there was you know, a, a minority of people that were aware that climate change was an issue, right? Minority of people, those that were really passionate about um, the environment and climate change and, um, you know, things that we needed to do to improve it. And they would lobby the government, they would lobby council, they would obviously get on the news, they would pick it, all this sort of stuff, but no one really took them seriously. Everyone thought, oh, everything will be fine. But they saw the writing on the wall. They saw the trends and they knew what was going to happen. And now, fast forward, here we are, and we don't have plastic bags anymore. We don't have plastic straws. Okay, they're looking to try and eliminate emissions to get to zero emissions by 2050, which is probably too late. Um, you know, all of these things are so, so more prevalent now. We all recycle. Um, you know, there's so many people regenerating their, their backyards with food scraps and stuff and, and growing their own food. Like 20, 30 years ago, you would have been laughed at suggesting that. Would have been laughed at. But now... It's part of our world, it's part of our society because we actually have realized that it is very important. Our health is exactly the same, only 
in 20 years time, I don't know what it's going to look like. You know, my father's a perfect example, and I know he doesn't listen to these, but he's had a hip replacement. He's had several surgeries on his body. He was a Vietnam vet and, um, you know, went through hell over there and uh, then came back, worked in the uh, private sector for a long, long time, uh, backbreaking stuff. And now, unfortunately, he's paying for all that because his body is letting him down. But back then, there was no education, no science, no research around strength training and wellness and good nutrition to support all these things. It wasn't a case. No one knew any better. So unfortunately, he is paying the price now. Um, whereas I guarantee you, if he had have known more about strength training, he probably wouldn't have had a hip operation. His nutrition would be a lot better. Like it's improved now, don't get me wrong. But, you know, these things can be avoided. One of my closest mates more recently had um, spinal surgery, spinal fusion surgery from years and years and years of backbreaking work as a tradesman, okay? Did an apprenticeship, spent 20 years on the tools before he then switched into <clears throat> a management role and he was on the desk. And that change really debilitated him because he went from lifting stuff every single day, probably with poor technique and poor form, mind you, to not lifting anything at all. So the body just gave in and his, his knees went, his back went, but he never strength trained. He never trained to support his endeavors as a tradesman. And again, growing up, he's similar age to me, we didn't know any better. We didn't know the benefits of strength training. We didn't know the benefits of, of good exercise and good nutrition. But I guarantee you, had he have known and had he been made aware, he would certainly, probably, I would I'd be confident to say, and I'm not speaking outside of my scope here, I'd be confident to say he wouldn't have had to have it, had the surgery done. He would have had a stronger back. He would have strengthened the muscles around the back. He, the bone density in his spine would have improved, and they wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have broken down. You know, strength training should be something that's prescribed by doctors, but unfortunately, GPs are effectively just a conduit. They basically look at the ailments, you've, the symptoms you've given them, and look for a tablet or a referral. They don't actually go. You know what? You need to go to the gym and you need to train. And you need to train correctly. You need to get a personal trainer or a coach and you need to train to improve your bone density or your mobility or your joint strength. Um, you know, you can take years off your life through this process, but again, we don't do it. It baffles me. It really does. And you know what? Mums are probably the worst. And I, I am not trying to be sexist and I apologize in advance if it sounds that way, but mums have this primal instinctive way of thinking that Everyone else comes first before them. Everyone else. Kids first. Partner first. Then they've got to clean the house. They've got to cook the house. Like it's just that old school um, sort of Neanderthal behavior that they act upon. You know, it's instinctive. It's that primal, instinctive, nurturing sort of mentality that they've got. Yet when they get sick, they get sick bad. When they hurt themselves, they hurt bad. And all of a sudden, the house can't function because they're out of action, you know? Um, and the husband or the partner goes, hang on a second, what do I do? How do I pick up the pieces? And then they get stressed because they've got to do too much. And next thing you know, there's arguments and, you know, disagreements and tension in the house. Um, and I'm not speaking from experience, but I know the situations, you know, I know how that can work. So mums should really, they so, so should really prioritize their health, get to the gyms, get to group classes, walk. My God, walking is free. Okay, getting outside in the sunshine and walking is free. It costs you nothing other than your time. And you know what? You can multitask when you walk. You can make phone calls. You can listen to podcasts. You can listen to music. You can listen to the radio. All right? 
you can listen to audiobooks. You can educate yourself while you're exercising. I mean, how good is that? And we live in a, in a world, in a country, where it's beautiful sunshine most days, we've got great weather, great scenery, great outside, it's not dangerous, so you can go for a lengthy walk. So why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you get outside more? Sunshine is, you know, the cheapest form, or the, well, it doesn't cost anything, of vitamin D. What does vitamin D do? It prevents us from getting sick. But we don't get it enough because we're always inside. We're on our devices. We're on Netflix. We're on our computers. We're not actually getting outside and getting enough sun each and every day. But if you go walking, it's free. Costs nothing but your time. And you can not only improve your physical health through simple walking, your mental health can be improved as well because you're getting fresh air. You're getting oxygen. You're not looking down at the screen. You're looking up. You're taking in nature. It is such a simple thing yet we don't do it and we don't do it enough you know i've got multiple clients and and if they're hearing me um they've heard me say this before so i don't apologize for it i've got multiple clients who only train with me and not anywhere else and they only train with me once a week um and look i've got no problem with that because you know at the end of the day the argument is well at least they're doing something and, and i appreciate that and i'm teaching them how to train I'm teaching them how to train correctly. I'm teaching them good technique, good intensity, etc. So they do get a, a lot of value out of the session. But I'm constantly encouraging them to join a gym or do extra stuff. But they're fearful of it. They don't have the confidence. They don't have the they don't have the the willpower, or they claim they don't have the time. And I I completely argue with them all the time. But the confidence thing to me is something that needs to be overcome. Okay, you cannot use that as an excuse time and time again. And I'll give you a comparison. I often ask, when I get the argument about confidence or time or, you know, actually one of my clients said, oh man, I'm over 50, it's too late for me. And I said, no, it's not. No, it's not. Do you brush your teeth? And they go, well, yeah. You brush your teeth every night? Well, yeah. Why? And they thought for a moment and I think the penny dropped and they went to look after my teeth because it's habit, make them clean, fresh mouth. So why don't you apply that same logic to your body and your mind? I'll leave you on that for a moment. Why don't you apply the same logic as brushing your teeth every single night? Everyone who is listening to this podcast will brush their teeth every night. Some people do it twice a day, morning and evening, because it's habit, because it's routine, because they know that if they don't look after their teeth, their teeth will decay, they will break down, they have to go to the dentist, dentists cost a lot of money. Well, guess what? So do doctors, so do surgeons, so do physios, so do rehab specialists, so do chiropractors. They all cost a lot of money if you don't look after your body. So do psychologists if you don't look after your mind. So why don't we exercise more frequently? Why don't we eat better? Are we lazy? Is it a time thing? It can't be a time thing because there's 24 hours in a day. We work for eight of them. So what are we doing for the remaining 16? I honestly don't get it. And look, I, you know, I was in a position before I started working in this industry where I didn't know any better. And I think education has a lot to do with it. You know, they should be teaching this stuff in school. They don't. Um, and whether or not they change that, I don't know. Uh, that's not my my place to say. I hope that they do. But education is critical in terms of developing young minds into 
acknowledging that they need to exercise and exercise regularly. Unfortunately, as soon as they leave school, and granted, at school they do exercise because they do school sports and activities and they run around lunch and et cetera, et cetera. Um, they've got HPE. They leave school and, and the priority that's drilled into them is that they have to go and get a job or they've got to go to university. It's not, okay, you need to exercise three days a week. You've got a developing body. We need to nourish that body with good food and we, and you need to maintain exercise. Like some of them, don't get me wrong, will continue with sport, but it is a minority. It is a small portion. So look, it is a concern. And like I said, you know, in 20, 30 years down the track, there's going to be a generational epidemic because people's bodies are going to break down. Their mental health is going to get worse. Um, their bodies are not going to support what they need to do. You know, I don't want to be the grandfather who cannot run around with my grandkids. I am, I've made a promise to myself that I will be completely mobile, completely strong, completely abled to have my grandkids, chase after them, exercise with them, ride bikes with them, go on adventures with them, and keep up with them. That is my promise. And look, I don't, obviously, my kids are still um, in their early teens, so it's going to be a long time before that happens, but I've got time to do that. I've got time to continually improve my health and make it better and ensure that I don't have osteoporosis, I don't have mobility issues, I don't have a bad back, I don't get blown out knees. I'm not gonna be the old person hunched over with a walking frame because I am making a difference now. I'm looking after myself now. I'm not in the back of my mind thinking, ah, I'll do it in due course. You know, so I can't remember who I quoted, I think it might've been Jonathan Goodman might've said, that we are treading water through life until death. And it is so, so true. We are treading water. We're not making a difference. We hate change, okay? We hate getting out of our comfort zone. We don't seek discomfort. We try and stay right in the middle of our comfort zone so there's no change, there's no stress, there's no anything. And But years and years and years go by. Like, and I was only saying to someone, I think yesterday, I said, the older you get, the quicker time goes because we've got more on our plate. So next thing you know, like we're in August now, it's going to be Christmas in a couple of months and then it'll be 2023. And all of a sudden another year has gone by and have you made a change? Have you improved your health? Have you prioritized your health to ensure that it's not going to affect the next generation of people? Because you don't want to be a burden on somebody else because you haven't looked after yourself now. So I urge anyone who is on the fence Anyone who is listening to this that doesn't prioritize their health or doesn't do enough for their health, they might train once a week, twice a week, um, but they get takeaway three or four times a week because they're not looking after their nutrition side of things because they claim it's too hard, which it's not. They claim that going to the gym is too confronting, which it's not. And they claim you don't have enough time, which you do. Change and shift your thinking. Change your thinking now. Get out of your comfort zone and prioritize your health. You have one life, one opportunity to make a change, one opportunity to improve your health and not be a burden on somebody else. Don't wait another five years. Don't wait another five months. Hell, don't wait another five minutes. Join the gym now. Sign up and get a trainer now. Okay. Start eating better now. What's stopping you? Honestly, what is stopping you? If you want to be that person that is ignorant to change and says, oh, I'll be right, I'll be fine, I'll, I'll, I've got no problem, I guarantee you, you do not. 
You will not. You will suffer the consequences of poor decision making down the track if you don't make a smart choice now. And I'm sorry if this is aggressive. I'm sorry if this is confronting, but it is the truth. I've seen it time and time again. Okay, I work with a lot of different people, a lot of different body types, a lot of different stages of life, and it's something that I see more often than not, and it's very, very concerning. So I'll leave you on that positive note if that's what you can call it, but I do urge everyone to make a change. Look, if you wanted to reach out and discuss, my phone lines are always open. You can DM me, you can message me, um, you can call me, you can contact me through my Facebook, uh, through my website. I am happy to talk to people at no charge if they need a step in the right direction, if they need a boot up the ass to get them started. You know, and accountability is a big thing. For some reason, we really need accountability. And it's a great thing to have in your back corner when you are not feeling motivated. And look, motivated, motivation comes and goes. It's an emotion like anything else. But if you can harness it and build a routine around it, you'll be more motivated than not, which means part of your lifestyle will simply be exercising and good eating, just like brushing your teeth. So I'll leave you on that. I hope this has uh, rang some home truths to many people, and I hope it has inspired many others to make a change. And I would love to hear about your change. If you do make a change, tag me in a story. Contact me directly if you're not comfortable to put it out on social media and let me know. I would love to hear about it. So with that being said, thank you once again for tuning in. I do hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please share it on your stories. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering. Feel free to tag two more reps coffee, of course, as well, particularly if you've had some. And if you're interested in any of my coaching services or any of my accessories and apparel, please jump on paulsbodyengineering.com. And as I say to every client, every single day, have a great day.